You are listening to Mountain Bike Radio. Hey, hey, everybody. It's D2 and 40 Hands here with the Drunk Cyclist Podcast, November edition. We're back. Uh, we, it's we been a while. October. But uh, we're back. Uh, 40 Hands has been off gallivanting for work. If there was a state that started with the letter N, I was there. <laughs> North Dakota, Nebraska, New Jersey, New York. It was... Covered all yeah, the end bases. Basically. Well, we're back, finally. It took a while, but we are back, and we're drinking yeah. Sorry beers. Sorry to disappoint you by yeah. coming back. <laughs> so, yes, for those of you who are hoping to God we would never come back. Uh, I'm drinking a, a Breckenridge Brewery Vanilla Porter, which is delicious for the, the season. We're, uh, we're into the cold years, uh, cold part of the year. But you're drinking a, a, something uh, that came courtesy of uh, the, the boys at Belch Gear. And if you guys haven't checked them out, belchgear.com. Awesome T-shirts, uh, and they sent us a with, little uh, ironic, Yeah, T-shirts with ironic mustaches on them, mm-hmm. so you're bound to impress 22-year-old women. Yeah, and uh, uh, so what you're but, drinking is from them. Yeah, they, they were kind enough to send it over. Uh, they sent us the MK Brewery Hop Freak. Uh, it's born big and bitter. I think it's delicious. It's uh, uh, it's too much too much man for me. It's too much, it's too much man hand, hop in can't your handle face. It. That's the kind of beer that puts uh, hair on your hair on your balls. Yes. Uh, well, so. then my hair on my balls will be getting more hair. <laughs> and uh, but hey, if and if I finish it and go along, my backup is just a Coors banquet. Ooh, the old banquet. I got plenty in the fridge ready to go. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I hate to say it because it means I've kind of drank the Kool Aid, but. You're, you're, you're Colorado bro now. Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, if the Broncos are on and it's a Sunday in Colorado, that's kind of what you have to have. So, yeah. well, if you if you feel better, they are on right now. The Broncos they, yeah, playing, they are so on right we're now. We're not watching them, but oh. Yeah. Um, but anyway, thanks to Belch Gear. Uh, he actually sent me one of their jerseys, which is pretty rad. I can pull it out if you want to see it. Um, but it's it's kind of <laughs> the people out there in listening land can't see it. Oh right, that's right. You guys can't see my closet. <laughs> uh, but it's pretty cool. It's uh, it's like the gradations of different colors of beer. Oh, really? Yeah, like from red down to like all the pales. It's pretty fucking cool. Huh, interesting. Um, So yeah, check them out, belchgear.com. And uh, and before we get into it, once again, we want to send our thanks to everyone at Mountain Bike Radio who allows this podcast to happen. Um, For better or worse. Yeah, I always say it. They they don't tell us what to say, and they don't edit out what we say. So we appreciate that, www.mountainbikeradio.com. Plenty of other great podcasts by great people, and you can get a membership to the website. You'll get some great deals. Uh, check it out. Right on. So uh, in the, in our absence, a lot's been happening. Uh, we both have been doing a little traveling. Uh, I've got baby on the way. So ba- basically, uh, if, if, if the podcast We're trying to make podcast suddenly, history. Yeah. <laughs> if the podcast stops suddenly, my, my wife has gone into labor and I need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> So our due date was yesterday, so we're, we're behind schedule. Um, but uh, one of the, the big things that happened is um, I got back from New York. I also went to one of the ends. I went to New York. Good job um, by you. Yeah, not not to ride, though. But uh, when no, I Well, came, neither did I, so. Right. Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're chumps. Um, when I got back, uh, I got some, some pretty bad news. Uh, it was a coworker of mine and a good friend, Adelaide, who uh, got in an accident. A uh, car pulled out in front of her. And she was on a she was on a tri bike, um, so she didn't have a chance to stop, mm-hmm. and just went right through the window. Um, serious serious injuries. Um, was laid up in the ICU for a good long while. So you guys, if you guys have been on the Facebook page, you've seen the, the fundraiser that I've been that I put on. Um, she's going to need every penny of it. So if you guys are, um, if you guys have a moment, go on to drunkcyclist.com. You'll see a post about Adelaide. Uh, and about what happened. I didn't even write about the accident because her boyfriend, Kenneth, uh, who's a friend of Drunk Cyclist, wrote this just gut-wrenching yeah. uh, blog post about what happened to Adelaide and what happened to him after she got hit. Um, but bottom line is, if you haven't donated already, please do. Go online. Go to the go to DrunkCyclist.com. Scroll down. You'll see the post about Adelaide. Um, if you got a few bucks to throw in, cool. Um, that's all we ask. Um, and for, for those of you who live in Colorado, I don't know if we're going to get this out in time, but November 19th, uh, here in Colorado and Boulder, uh, Rocky Mounts has been kind enough to host a silent auction to benefit Adelaide. Um, and there's going to be all sorts of rad stuff to, to bid on. There's even going to be a, a fat bike 
there to bid on, yeah. Um, nothing nothing says front range like a fat bike. Fat bike, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nothing uh, says helping a triathlete out like right. a fat bike. Fat bike, totally, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, come on by. It's from 5.30 to 9 at Rocky Mountains on November 19th. There's going to be all sorts of cool shit to uh, to – to, to bid on and I'll be there and 40 will be there and we'll be dishing out free beer and giving out stickers and uh, everything goes to benefit Adelaide who I saw uh, for the first time about a week and a half ago and um, she's doing a lot better she's in really good spirits she's got a long long road to recovery ahead of her um, and I don't know about you but that's like she's living my worst nightmare um, going yeah. getting in that kind of accident just fucking freaks me out um, and I think about it every time my wife gets on the bike too, you know, like, am I going to have to get that phone call? So they're really living a nightmare and the, the least we could do is help out a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously people out there listening, if you don't live in the front range area, you, you know, you're not going to be able to make it to the auction, but, um, you know, it's, we're, uh, we're trying to do what we can to help, uh, Adelaide and Kenneth chip away at the sort of mounting costs that come away from this accident, you know, um, there's no minimum donation amount. If you got a couple bucks to spare, you know, think of it as, um, you know, that, that Friday beer or two you'd have on the ride home from work, you know, pass it up, send that money, uh, Adelaide's way. And, you know, she, it's, it's more than just the, uh, replacing a bike and replacing a helmet, replacing sunglasses. It's, you know, medical bill as much as, you know, you figure with Obamacare these days, everything in the hospital is free. Right, right. But, uh, <laughs> But sadly, that's not the case. Right, uh, hospital right. bills, especially with such a severe accident, they add up. Um, you know, quickly. she's she's probably going to have some kind of drawn out legal process. So, yeah. lawyer costs those will add up. So, uh, if you got some money lying around, um, help a help a good person out. Yeah, buy buy a five pack instead of a six pack and give us the extra few bucks. You know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, we we make these posts a lot. The you know the biker down and. It's just getting ridiculous. I mean, it's you, you. I don't know if you read the Denver Post at all, but pretty much every other day, there's a, a story about a motorist hitting a cyclist. Yeah, I it, I can't remember how long ago it was, but they actually had a pretty pretty sizable editorial about just the sheer number of um, hit and runs mm-hmm. where the the um, what's it called the the injured person was either a, a pedestrian or a cyclist, yeah. and they you know, no idea whatever happened right. to the motorist. And it was something over the course of 18 months, it was upwards of 600. Um, that's insane. That's, that's absolutely insane. You would think, um, where we, you know, you'd like to think that there's a, a decent part in every human being where if you were to injure someone, you would stop to either make right. sure that they're okay. Um, but no, apparently not. Uh, so that really sucks. And it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty frightening that you know every time you you clip in who the hell knows what's going on you try and minimize it by riding bike paths um so what bothers me is you know just you know even if the 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 person gets caught i mean they're getting off with like no penalty like this i'm reading about this case right now it was i think i think of a left hand came yeah yeah and, and the guy got sentenced to community service he killed a guy no he didn't kill anyone I thought he killed it. He no, 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 no. Oh, life threatening yeah, injuries. Yeah, uh, Statina, if yeah, I'm pronouncing Statina, that correctly. Statina. You know, he's, uh, you know, he was a major professional cyclist right. back in the late seventies and eighties and his, his son rides for the, the Garmin train. Right. But, you know, that was a classic case of just the, the motorist not watching out. And, you know, those, those canyons up in the front range can be pretty steep and windy and a lot of blind corners and, uh, Dale, he, he got royally fucked up. And yeah. I think what's even more interesting too is, um, Dale, uh, you know, not to imply that him and I are on a first name basis. I just don't want to butcher his last name again. Right. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, kind of, I think I read somewhere that he said, you know, I'm fine with the motorist not receiving such a stiff penalty that includes jail time or, or any of that. Cause I wouldn't want to ruin another person's life. And it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's being very forgiving. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, at some point, there's got to be an example made of somebody. You yeah, know? and it's you know, it's not like okay, you're, uh, you know, um, we're asking you to go to prison and share a cell with Charles Manson, right? 
Uh, but, but a year in jail or six months, yeah, you know, yeah, or something, something yeah. to say it's not okay to fucking kill somebody. Or I think it would be great. We do a work release program. So you spend your nights in jail and then you spend 12 hours a day pedaling a stationary bike that <laughs> provides the electricity for the police station. That'd be pretty awesome. So that way you're, you're contributing to yeah. society. And then at the end of the night, you still, uh, yeah. you know, you're going back to that six by itself. Well, and the other thing too, is I think, I think the police really need to know you know, because part of this is not is just they don't enforce. They don't enforce, or they they basically assume that the cyclist was at fault because they're riding to abreast or they're whatever. Yeah, I, I mean that's bullshit. I'm sorry, it's bullshit. Even if we're riding to abreast, you still have the whole road. You know, and I, I mean, there's a little thing called the three foot law. I once again, I, I know that this man is not listening, Mayor Michael Hancock. You are. <laughs> Terrible at your job for cycling <laughs> infrastructure in Denver. Yeah. Uh, you pretend to know something. Um, you know nothing. Um, I've written numerous emails and made numerous phone calls to them about, you know, like motorists don't know about the three foot law. Right. Uh, they, you know, you don't clear the bike paths when it's there's icy conditions or when there's snow. And I've heard nothing back. Right. But don't Shocking worry. Don't worry. Here. They're going to make a. Uh, a bike lane on one of the, the Lodo streets with a, you know, like potted plants right. serving as the boundary because well, potted least, plants have a force field that <laughs> cars can't go through. At, at least it's a division, which is one step in the right direction. I mean, quite frankly, a, a potted plant is better than those stupid little plastic upright things. Yeah, that, so, that so, when they hit, so when the motorist hits the potted plant, right. all the all the soil gets on their windshield and they can't see the yeah. people they plow through? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that <laughs> makes it easier for them to escape the scene because right, they don't yeah. know if they hurt anyone? <laughs> potted plants make everything better. Fucking potted plants. I was looking for the link to that. Oh, here it is. Yeah, Arapahoe Street bike lane. You know what, though? I, as stupid as it is, I mean, I, I'm on board with it because anything to divide – you know, the motorists from the bikes. And the thing about the, the potted plants, I was just reading a study that uh, one of the, the other things that it does, aside from separating the cyclists from the motorists, is it slows the motorists down, which, I, which they take as, oh, the city of Denver is trying to, you know, have this war on motorists and slow us down and we can't get to work. But quite frankly, motorists fucking rip through that street. I mean, and, and they're, they're, the, they're the reason that these conflicts happen. I mean, my, my thoughts, if you really want to be able to, you know, just fucking sail through the streets of, of any major city or any suburb or any of that, if you just want to drive through and not have any consequence or right. ignore the laws, <laughs> join the fire department. Fuck yeah, there you go. Um, they give you a siren. You know, they, yeah, you get a siren, <laughs> you can do that. Join the fire department, yeah. join join the, the local rescue squad. Guess what? When you have that call to go to the four alarm blaze, Fuck yeah. break... Break all the motor the yep. the motor vehicle laws you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, until you do that, shut up. Yeah. Shut up and slow down. Seriously. And it's what's always it's still so baffling to me that anybody could drive a car through any city, and bicyclists are who you're mad at. You know, you get cut off a thousand times. You see people running yeah. red lights. I mean, you, you're really going to be getting mad at a bike when a guy in a in a two ton Chevy pickup truck is cutting you off, like. Yeah, there's just as many. I mean, that it's it's terrible to say this because it's true, and I think what's even it, it's tougher for me to say it because I know in some ways I'm part of the problem. There's just a lot of assholes out there. Yeah, there's <laughs> and, two of them in this room, right? Yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's unfortunately there are just a lot of assholes, yeah. a lot of narcissists, and so there are a lot of assholes, a lot of narcissists, and unfortunately even more narcissistic assholes, assholes yeah. who think that whatever they're trying to get to is the most important thing right. in the world. And come hell or high water, they're right. fucking getting there. And if you get in their way, like, I mean, McDonald's ain't gonna run out of French fries. Slow the yeah. fuck down, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I guess. I mean, uh, it's it's irritating. It's terrible. Um, and also, I actually a somewhat parallel. So for me, I do everything I can to avoid the streets of uh, of Denver and the associated suburb uh, suburbs. Uh-huh. Um, but this time of year. On the, I mean, Denver has some some pretty nice, just straight up bike and pedestrian paths where no mo- where no motor vehicles are allowed on Cherry Creek Trail, South Pole River Trail, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, coming home on some of those trails at night when it's dark out, the number of people without any sort of light yeah. is baffling, it's and it's yeah. it's cyclists, and I mean, um, it's cyclists, it's runners, it's walkers. It's schmoes with their dogs. Right. Unfortunately, you know who is 
like the best at staying out of the way of the bike pass is the homeless people who live on the bike pass. <laughs> yeah. You so, know why? Because they've been beat up by four by some <laughs> asshole, you know, who's impatient. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I think if Get I. Get a hit, fucking if, light. Seriously, if you're on the bike path and I hit you because I can't see you, I'm not going to feel bad. I'm, I'm just not. You know, if I hit you for any other reason on my bike, I'll, I'll feel really bad. If you're not fucking, it's pitch black on you don't have a light. Yeah. And I hit you. Well, you learned a very important lesson today. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, that, but at the same time, like coping with that whole, if, if, it, if that were to happen, I don't know how, how everyone's brain is wired, but I just think like fucking ran someone over as much as, much as I can say like, well, they're fucking stupid and they didn't right. have a light on. You still truck someone over and who the hell knows what happened to them. Yeah. I mean, I would certainly stop if for nothing else than to yell at them. <laughs> you know, if they're bleeding, I'll give them a Band-Aid or whatever. You um, you are the just the picture of humanity right now. I, that's not a Like I said, there's a lot of assholes, yeah. a lot of narcissists. <laughs> and then there's the combination of both, which yeah. is me. He's pointing at himself for those who can't see. I always forget we're not on a webcam, which is fortunate. That's better. It's very good. That's, I think that'd be... Should we uh, should we talk about some of the questions we got we here? Have, well, is, hey Clay, uh, Clayton, first off, we'll start with Clayton. Okay. No, well, Clayton, you you're an asshole, but I like you. <laughs> Clayton, Clayton asks us. Uh, we, so you know when we do this podcast, I always post on Drunk Cyclist's Facebook page. You know, if you got questions or comments, you know, post them here, and I'll I'll address them on this on the show. First freaking question. <laughs> yeah, I I always I'm always so hopeful that somebody's going to ask a real question. The first question was. How does a microwave work? I love it. Yeah, Clayton, Clayton you're awesome. You you get the prize this week. It's, I'm drinking to that, Clayton. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. Um, get on Wikipedia. Yeah, put a small dog in it. Turn turn it on. See what happens. <laughs> or light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put a light bulb in a microwave. Find out how it works. So we got Gage who asked side boob. Gage, that's not a question. Um, but it's a great but thing. I like, I like where your head's at. <laughs> I like where you, uh, you're on the internet already. I'm sure you can find some. Uh, let's see. Who else? Why arrogant bastardale and bourbon belong in every cyclist's before, during, and after beverages? That's, that's, I think that's self-explanatory. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. So that was... Uh, Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. Um, so I got to wonder. I'm guessing... Dennis might be a, a West Coaster because mm. he was very specific on the beer. Yeah, yeah. Not specific on, on the, the liquor. The bourbon, yeah. I think um, Arrogant Bastard is kind of creeping up there in the like Dale's Pale Ale. Um, the sort of trendy choice. Ranger. No, not not just the, the – I wouldn't say it's a trendy choice. Um, just like that solid eight and a half. Mm. I've always mm. said that about Sierra Nevada. Like, yeah, yeah. In my mind – if if you want to you know get away with kick me in the balls just bring me a 12 pack of Sierra Nevada right and that's going <laughs> to that yeah. will be the band-aid to we're, heal my we're friends now yeah um and i think you know for for so long Sierra Nevada their pale ale was just that like you really can't go wrong with it it's never going to disappoint it's always good right and i think arrogant bastard has kind of entered that realm i agree i like arrogant bastard does it come in cans no, I don't okay, think so. Okay, so that's 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 the thing for me. If I'm going to ride with a beer, it's got to come in a can. I like cans. I do. Yeah. Um, so arrogant bastard. As soon as that comes in cans, then we'll talk. But here's here's the answer to what was it, Dale? What was that, what was his question? Uh, Dennis. Dennis. Here's the answer to why bourbon uh, belongs on every ride. I uh, I'm I'm pulling for those you can't see, which is all of you. I'm pulling out of my my There's desk drawer. It's lube. <laughs> it's yeah, it's gut lube, as I like to call it. I have three flasks right here, <laughs> full of bourbon, and those go on rides, and uh, and that's why bourbon belongs on rides. Flasks fit awesome in a jersey pocket. They or do in a Camelback. And, or uh, you know, if you are in uh, in Tucson, I lived down there for a year on the uh, Milagrosa Trail. Whoever this. The sainted human being who came up with this idea, they put a bottle of tequila at a tree. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. And I it's like called that. the tequila tree. I like it. You know? I like it. And I think the rules are just if you come across it, you know where it is. You drink. How, if, do, you, how do you drink boiling tequila? It, I mean. Fucking Tucson, dude. It's hot there. Not all the time. Well, dude, in the middle of the summer. Do you take a swig off a of hot tequila? Yeah. 
I think I have. <laughs> Probably have, yeah. But well, I mean, I think you it, said that like it was the most natural thing in the world. <laughs> don't ask me if I jacked off a donkey. Oh, have you drank shitty liquor that yeah. wasn't room temperature? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, really, okay, who has well, Yeah, but we're talking like hot. I mean, it's got to boil in a clear bottle. I don't think it boils. I don't know the boiling point of All tequila. Right, maybe not boil, but it'd be like hotter than piss. Maybe. And you drink piss. I know you do. <laughs> you did bring cores. <laughs> but All anyway, right. if you so avoid the flask too. Just uh, stash a bottle or whatever you want in a tree off the side of the trail. That's always a good community option. I remember in Flagstaff there was uh, on I think it was on Secret Trail. No, it was Overlook. There was a rock. If you move the rock, isn't there, there was, like a bong there? Yeah, it was a bong with some with some weed. And yeah, just community. Just make sure you you fill it next time you go up. It's kind of awesome. I think that's good community. That's great community service. So is it bong rock or bong rock? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Let's see what else we got here. Discuss the concept of furious dry humping. Um, if it's dry, you're doing it wrong. I'm gonna guess that you went spent too much time in church if you're furiously dry humping. Yeah, that's from Chu, who also asked why do bicyclists divide themselves into subgroups when we are all. Uh, off. I don't know what that means. I'm assuming he's, we're all the same. Because it's funny, I think it man. comes it's back funny. to... Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fun to, to rag on people, but also... There's assholes. Yeah, there's yeah. narcissists. Yeah. There's narcissistic assholes. <laughs> Those are called triathletes. <laughs> I would say that they're oblivious narcissistic assholes yeah. if they're triathletes. Here's the thing. You know, Zing. People, yeah, there you go. Um, people come on drunk cyclists and like, why do you make fun of roadies? Why do you make fun of this? Why do you make We make fun of fucking everything, dude. It's it's We're equal opportunity. Yeah. We, we make fun of fat bikers. We make fun of cyclocross. We make fun of mountain bikers because it's funny. If you can't have a sense of humor about yourself... You're you're doing it wrong. It's it's much more fun if you can poke fun at everything and just laugh. You know we don't. I mean, dude, we make fun of roadies. I rode road bikes more than anything this summer. You know, just out yeah. Of that's how I, I mean. I ride my road bike to work. I love it. Right. Yeah. The be- I mean, I got my road bike. I upgraded the componentry. It was one of the greatest things I did. Right. In 2014, <laughs> I'm very happy about it. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. I, if people and then and I had friends who made fun of me because I went with the. I got a compact. Yeah. This is like, I'm getting old. I'm just using it to commute. And they're like, oh, compact. Ha ha. It's like, yeah. I got sad and mopey, but what the fuck? I'm, get over it. Yeah. Seriously. That's what it, I mean, just, just get over it. It's, it's all good fun. And what we're really making fun of is, is the bad attitudes out there, you know, and those tend to cloister in certain realms of cycling. Roadies can be douchebags. We all know that. Uh, triathletes can be douchebags. Single speeders come upon from Mount Pius. Yeah, well, single speeders are perfect uh, in every way. Um, I'm, I'm looking at one right now, just <laughs> an Adonis of, of beauty and, and mountain biking. No, we do. We make fun of everybody. It's, yes, it's, you, if you and we want everyone to make fun of us. Right. Seriously. Yeah, we got 100 and, 103,000 Facebook fans. We expect you to make fun of us back. Yes. Get on it. Love us and hate us. Yeah. Seriously. Um, I think, uh, what else do we have any good, uh, wheel size, the 29 versus let's talk wheel size, gentlemen, 29 in technical terrain, depending on rider skill level. Um, the wheel size debate is such a boring, boring discussion to me now. Ride whatever the fuck is fun, you know? Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last time I rode a 26 inch mountain bike. I, I don't think I've tried the 27 and a half really yet, so um not going to really. <laughs> it's all the same. Man. If you're having fun on it, ride it. And it completely depends upon, same with fat bikes, same with all that other crap. It depends yeah. upon where the fuck you live. Right. And, you know, someone who, I'm sure there are plenty of people who live, like, down in the fucking, you know, the Smoky Mountains, right. all that super technical East Coast Appalachia riding who yeah. they still, um, you know, for fuck's sake, they're still on V brakes and 26 inch wheels, right? <laughs> Fucking howling at the moon and probably riding faster than you. And yeah. And they're, they're absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, and you know what, if you go up to, and you know, where I lived in Missoula, Montana, where there's barely a fucking rock to navigate over or around, yeah. you get, <laughs> get a 29er, 
geared bike with no suspension because you really don't need it. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get a thirty-six. Call up the guys at Black Sheep or Moon Men. Get yeah. yourself a thirty-sixer. Yeah, you'll you'll find what you like. I mean, I rode a, a, a twenty-niner full suspension from Niner, one of their others, their WFO. And I'm like, there's no way this thing's going to be awesome. It's 29er. It's supposed to be like free ridey, all mountain enduro. And I rode it. And it was fucking rad. And so, yeah. like, you just, you never know. Just get on a bike and ride. It's and cool. I even, I mean, and when I rode the fat bike from 907 last winter that I tested out, it, I liked it. Right. I just, my big thing was I wouldn't have a use for it here right. Right. that my regular mountain bike couldn't take care of. Right. Um, Jay, Jay says something that I think is perfect. He says, keep it to what you know, booze, bikes with a side of side boot. So <laughs> here we go. Um, actually before we go on to that, you, know, you mentioned fat bikes. Let's talk fat bikes for a moment. Cause I've got okay. one on the way and, uh, we, uh, we wanted to, we, Can we in- place bets. What's going to come first, baby or fat bike? Sure. It, it's going to be close actually. Yeah. <laughs> it could, it's down to the wire. <laughs> Um, I if would, I had only known this four months ago, yeah, we'll see. I mean, if it's just like which what thing will make Dan ha- happy first, <laughs> <laughs> or which thing will cost Dan more money immediately? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just dribbled on myself. Um, anyway, what I was going to say was, um, I have a fat bike coming on the way, and uh, it's coming from a. It's, it's going to be a custom steel fat bike because deep down, when nobody's looking, I'm a hipster. Um, mm-hmm. So custom steel frame from a, a gentleman who named Witt who does Meriwether cycles. And he was from Colorado. He, he lived up in Netherlands. Now he's out in California. I've gotten pictures of this thing. It looks so sick. I can't okay. fucking wait. What kind of steel? I, that's a good question. I think it's Reynolds. I think it's going to be. Are there numbers associated with the Reynolds? I, I am, but I don't want to commit because I don't know. I never even asked. <laughs> fucking bought a custom bike. And you don't, you bought a custom frame. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Material? I know. I know. Oh my God. I'm, a, I'm a hipster, man. It's all about how I look, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know for sure. I, I'm sure in the myriad emails he sent me, he actually has said something. Okay. I can't remember. Um, but no, it's, it's, it looks pretty sick. He does really good work. And actually, a buddy of mine at work uh, has a Meriwether 29er, and it's, it's sick. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked. And I did it the way I thought it should be done. Heavy-ass steel for a fat okay. Um But... What's coming out, and what I actually saw in person just a couple weeks ago. Because you're such an industry guy. I'm so industry, bro. Um, <laughs> I'm part of the scene. You're um, wearing your industry T-shirt. I know. I got an industry. St- well, it's covered in drywall. If that helps, <laughs> I don't want to temper it and be that guy. Um, anyway, the, the uh, what's coming out soon is the salsa buck saw. Have you seen this thing? I, I saw the headlines. You know, it's uh, it's making my prediction for the. Uh, Dizzy bad fat bike enduro races. <laughs> Here's the thing. I say this trying to find the most ridiculous thing out there to say. And here we are. And it's not very far <laughs> off from what's probably going to start fucking happening. Oh, yeah. Which is terrible. Yeah. No. I, you know, I, I saw it. I saw it in person recently. Uh, it's, it's a pretty looking. That's actually not it. But um, it's, it's a pretty bike. It's really nice. I see no fucking point. I just don't have a full suspension fat bike. Here's salsa. Listen, from what I can tell, I've never owned any of your bikes, but from what I can tell and what I've read and what I've heard, you make excellent products. True. You think them through. Mm-hmm. You, for the most part, they are reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. They function well. They are durable. They are great. I don't know a lot of people who have said salsa blows. I've had XYZ and it royally sucked or they fucked me over on a warranty or that right. thing just fucking broke. Right. Here's what I want you to do though, salsa, because you've been doing really good shit for a really good time. You guys go watch Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I got a feeling if you don't stay grounded, that's where you're headed. All right. If you guys don't stay grounded, you're, someone's going to come in and be like, we need a seven inch by seven inch downhill fat bike with six inch wide tires. And someone's going to go, you're right. That's the next fucking evolution because right. I need to ride my fat bike down Mount Everest. Right. <laughs> and you know what? Someone's going to say, great. We're going to make this bike by hook or by fucking crook. You're going to sink 14 million bucks into it. You're going to bankrupt the entire fucking company. <laughs> All right. Keep yourselves level. All right. I think you guys have plateaued right now yeah. with uh, 
suspension that you know total travel and uh wheel widths yeah that, for a that while. was that was some fucking straight talk right there <laughs> i thought i was thinking about that all day while i was riding i was just like because the whole thing is it's i mean whatever it was back in the day someone's like who is ever going to need more than two inches of rear suspension right, right and uh and then the next thing you know it's like i was even talking to a guy at work about this because he just bought a like a rocky mountain slayer with a dropper pose and blah, yeah. blah. i was like i remember working at a fucking shop when the Kona Stinky Deluxe came out and it was a five by five front and rear travel, it's like, who Holy in their right shit. mind needs yeah. <laughs> five inches of front right. wheel travel and they're not like when they're not back flipping off of right. you jumping you know, off your roof routine? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're you know. not when you know, like, oh, okay, what kind of roof drops do you do? None, I'm just gonna ride the trail. It's like yeah, you need, need five inches of travel to, right. to ride. And now it's like four by four fat but <sighs> yeah. Well here's the thing about it, you know, and uh, I, I think it, it I'm sure it's fun. I mean, let's let's put it out there right now, because you but know, that's like saying like it's like a blowjob is fun. You're really like <laughs> regardless. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like bikes and blowjobs. No matter what, they're gonna be fun. Yeah, they're well, gonna feel good. This will be fun for at least a little more than five minutes. But the point is, I, I think it is a fun bike. I think it'll be totally fun to rip around on the trails with. But the, the, the problem I always run into, and this is the problem I really had with the carbon fat bike rims when we went through that whole rigmarole last year, it's not that they're not cool. It's not that they're not badass. Like I would, I, if, if, when somebody did give me a pair, because I bitched about them on the front cyclist, <laughs> somebody gave me a pair and I rode them and they were fine. And if somebody gave me this salsa, the buck saw, and they said, they said, here, ride this for a year, shred the shit out of it, I would have a fucking blast on it. But when it comes down to throwing money down, on a yes. bike and saying, I'm going to spend whatever, this is going to be like, what, $3,000, $4,000 on a bike that it, it has fat tires and full suspension. I'm going to be like, no, I'll stick with my hardtail because why would I spend on a bunny, money on something that's essentially a niche? And yes. and yes, it is a niche. And to all the people out there in Alaska, Montana, Idaho, the Dakotas, Minnesota, this does Wisconsin, not to you. <laughs> Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont. When you tell us to shut the fuck up, we understand. Right. You live somewhere where this makes sense. Yes, you might as well be Canada. It's that fucking cold. Right, right. But we get but, it. But we're here. You know. Yes, in the front range, it makes absolutely no fucking sense. Right. So from a business perspective, salsa is probably like, well, fuck all y'all. It's just for the people who are going to ride it year round. I mean, why the fuck are you even concerned about it, you Colorado dick faces? And they have a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I ride a salsa hardtail. I fucking love that thing. Yeah, it's rad. It, it you know it shreds. But that's what I need. I mean, but, so for me, it's like I don't have, I don't have a bike budget. You know, I get bikes when I can scrape together a few dollars, and it's probably going to be a hardtail because they're cheaper and they're fun. Less uh, things to break. Yeah. Less bolts to tighten. Yeah, and if I get a full suspension, it's going to be one that I can do everything on. You know, and, and so fat bike, full suspension. Yeah. You know, it's kind of fun at inner bike when you ride it for an hour, but I gotta fucking put that thing in my garage, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. Like, like I said, it's, I think we all need to just take a deep breath and say our tire widths for now, they're good enough. Right, our, right. our suspension on the fat bikes, right. it's enough travel for now and just, yeah, Deep breaths. Just enjoy being on bikes. Deep breaths. Yeah. Someone figure out how to make a twelve-speed drivetrain right. before before oh we're adding God. travel. Speaking of fucking- that's that's my that's my motto right now. Before you add travel to the existing dual suspension fat bikes, someone's got to come up with a <laughs> give me more gears. A one by twelve. <laughs> Speaking of drivetrains, uh, I saw whispers of uh, electronic shifting for mountain bikes. You know, it's been that those whispers have been happening for a while. Yeah, dude. It's been like a year. Yeah, and Shimano's is coming out with them soon. I really don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to charge a battery before I go riding, unless it's for a light. I don't know if the, I think I always thought those batteries on the Di2 or whatever they last. Like you charge them, they do. They last a long time. Less than a fortnight. They they last a long time. And what worries me about them is that I'm gonna because knowing knowing me who at the last second says, I'm going to go for a ride and grabs his bike and goes, I'm going to forget to charge that fucking thing after two and a half, three weeks. And I'm going to get it halfway out on the trail and the battery's going to die. And if it's like the road, the I2, I guess what it does is it just defaults to a specific gear. 
So you have a gear, but you're basically single speeding it. Well, I mean, the same time that, you know, one of the easiest ways to always remember to turn the lights on your car off is to have to jump your car. Right. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure the first time you got to come home from a trail ride and uh, right, and that's my point. I don't want to have to fucking think about that. Well, charge your fucking battery. That's too hard for me. No, <laughs> deal with it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not good with things like that. So, once again, salsa people, you're great people. I don't own your stuff, um, but I think you're awesome. But still, stay grounded. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if this is a road we really need to go down. And I'm sure, I'm sure everybody else is going to come. I mean, and there's already other brands doing this. It's something we're going to have to roll our eyes at for a while. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. I like fat bikes. I think they're fun. I think they're great. But again, if I had to boil it down to one bike, full suspension, and to spend a shit ton of money on it, would not be a fat bike, yeah. full suspension. Well, let's get into something we actually may be excited about. Yeah, yeah. You want to, you want to introduce this yeah. one? So, you know, seeing the headlines, the, the wonderful people at USA Cycling <laughs> have, have the four finalists for whatever years down the line cross nationals. Yeah, let's see. Uh, 20, 17 and 2018. 2017, 2018. And the four finalists, and nor, I mean, I of all people, I fucking, I think, I think cross is okay. I think there's a time oh, of year. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I just I needed to get that in there it was important. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. I think there's a time of year for cross, and we are officially in the time of year for cross. So we're yes. going to talk about this. Fuck yeah! August is not the time of year for cross. Neither is September. <laughs> anyway, and neither is Austin, Texas, any time of year. Yes. So yeah, the other thing is they they got cross nationals for the next two years in uh, in Texas, which is uh, it's like it's like having a might as well be a road ride. It's like having a parenting conference at Michael Jackson's house. <laughs> Anyway, um, well, then they got Asheville the following year, North Carolina. That's oh, like, really? Yeah, I mean that's that's a little. I mean, at least it'll be muddy, you know. Hopefully. Yeah. Anyway, four finalists. They are in no particular order: Bend, Oregon; Reno, Nevada; Louisville, Kentucky; and Hartford, Connecticut. Woohoo! Go Wales! Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So I think in my personal ranking for where I would love to see this happen, number four. Is Bend. Bend, I love you. Plenty of trails. Played out. Great scene. You've had your time in the sunshine. Yeah, Just totally. kind of, you know, you are the brother who can't knock at straight A's and makes <laughs> makes the brother who gets B pluses look like a complete fuck up. Yeah. Just, you're making us all look bad. Just go on a meth bender and remind <laughs> us that you're human. Yes. Um, I agree with that. For, number four, Bend, for yes. sure. I think we're going to be pretty close on these. Yeah. Number three. I'm going to put it at Louisville. A couple reasons. One, I understand that them just having hosted Worlds makes it seem like they know what they're doing and so right. on and so forth. But um, here's the thing. The venue where they hosted Worlds, they put it on part of a river that was within the 100-year flood area. Mm-hmm. That means people are stupid. Yes. Who are organizing. <laughs> so I don't trust stupid people who build on floodplains. Sorry, Louisville. I'm sure you're a great town, and it looks like what you guys did for Worlds was amazing, but sorry, not anymore. This is more straight talk with with 40 hands. Yes. Number two, Reno. Mm. Interesting. First choice. off, Reno 911. <laughs> Jim Dangle. Somebody's going to ride in that outfit. I hope everyone rides in that outfit. <laughs> that should be a requirement for one of the – like that's your outfit for the industry race. Yeah. Whoever, that should be the – Whoever the next writer for Drunk Cyclist is, their nickname is going to be Jim Dangle. Jim Dangle, okay. It's got to be. But I think it would be cool for Reno because um, as much as – it's kind of like Boulder where the weather is a complete toss-up. Yeah. Um, but and, – and I think there's kind of that like – grittiness that comes I mean Reno is not yeah but it's so close to Tahoe it's like you know it, it's it's almost people almost say that in one word Reno Tahoe you know yeah and I think also too uh, when you hopefully everyone who, who's there they're going to wind up staying in casinos right and who knows what that leads to yeah um, STDs usually yeah. <laughs> at number one and I say this without hesitation I really fucking mean it Hartford. Yes, there will be a. There better fucking be a brass bonanza. Fuck yeah, at Hartford for that race. Now here's why. Hartford is, I mean, 
you would have just that kind of like shit northeastern winter, potentially cold, cold, windy, fucking miserable short daylight hours. Yeah, dude. Right there. Yep. It would be great. Second off, I don't know if you heard of this little um, television network. They're about 45 minutes down the road. Go by ESPN. <laughs> you might actually get some decent right. coverage on yeah. TV. It's a short drive for them to actually cover this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be good. maybe you know, maybe that's the only way for cyclocross to wind up on uh, on top ten. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. Um, second or th- we're at third. Whatever number. Yeah. yeah fourth. <laughs> um, actually, third through infinity point. Yeah. Yes. This is how we start the revitalization of Hartford and getting the whale back. Fuck yes, please. Oh my God. You, you touched, touched on a very sensitive part of my heart. So I grew up in Connecticut. It's my, it's my, my alma mater, if you will. Cause, uh, it's your life alma mater. Yeah. My life alma mater. It was, uh, it was where I was raised. It's where I became, uh, something of a man. Uh, well, you know, generally speaking, uh, but I was a whalers fan growing up and I loved the whale. Miss the whale. Uh, Hartford is one of those towns that can be really fucking cool, but it's, it's just not right now. It's just it's it needs it needs more people to come and be interested in it. And I was there last weekend. Yeah, um, we we got together for my grandmother's 90th birthday. Yeah, um, in Hartford, and Hartford, and even though it was, and it would have been like the perfect weekend for a cross race because. Right. There was just that constant rain, and it yeah. was cold, and it was windy, yeah. and it's like, man, if people had been going at it just there versus 50 degrees in Boulder right. or the 100 degrees it's going to be in Texas. Austin. Yeah, Austin, um, all places. But I mean, like you said, going back, I mean, uh, Hartford, gr- gritty place, but actually really beautiful. I mean, there's really beautiful parts of Connecticut, and if, if any any place is is perfect for cyclocross where you're going to get that – Cold mud, uh, with like that sort of, you know, forested leaves everywhere kind of feel. Hartford's it, man. I mean, it's a cool place. And, and one of the things about Hartford is as, as much as it's one of those cities that's sort of, uh, it's always been a little struggling. Uh, it's, still, it's, it's a butt of a lot of jokes. It is a butt of a lot of jokes, but there's still so many cool things to do there. I mean, that's the thing is Hartford's kind of cool. There's, there's stuff. Yeah. And if you, if you go just down the road to to West Hartford, or there's there's all sorts of great food and restaurants, it would be an awesome place to spend a long weekend. Um, so you know, me being a little Close biased, to, yeah. It's also, I mean, fuck, it's like flying into Reno. Really, you're yeah. gonna have to fly into San Francisco and drive four hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, Louisville, that's close enough. That right. I think that's a pretty big airport, and. Bend. Uh, the other thing too, fucking Bend. Half the racers are going to be setting up a tent city at the Redmond Airport because yeah. they can't afford to stay in Bend. Right. Anyone right. can afford to right. stay in Hartford. Dude, you could you could basically book an entire hotel for to yourself in Hartford. Yes, at the same cost <laughs> of a room with, in Bend. Yeah, it comes with meth and a blowjob. Like you're going to be so set there. Uh, no, Hartford's Hartford's not bad. I, I think there's there's enough to do there. It's beautiful, especially where they're going to do it along the riverfront. It's really Really cool. I mean, also, too, it's a new venue. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who would have thought? I mean, nobody's picking Connecticut. Everybody's picking the the trendy places, the boulders, the the bends. Hartford is a place that needs it. Uh, It's a place that would be interesting for people who are, you know, in the bike world, because all of us in the bike world, if you race, you've been to Bend, you've been to Moab, Mm -hmm. you've been to all these places. You've never been to Hartford, Connecticut. Yes. You know, and I've raced in Hartford. There's some cool riding. You want to go make a long weekend out of it, take your mountain bike, go to Case Mountain in Manchester. Beautiful ride. Yeah, there's a West Hartford Reservoir. Just amazing. Yeah, not very far away. Uh, you know, within that whole hour and a half radius, you can be down New Jersey at Bear Mountain, I think there is. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a big mountain bike place go to mountain in Creek. northern New Jersey. You can mm-hmm. probably wind up some spots in Massachusetts that are close by. Right, right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a great choice. So you know, USA Cycling. I know they listen to our podcast because they love us so much. Uh, Hartford, fucking Hartford, Hartford, Hartford. Uh, I am one hundred percent on board. And if it's in Hartford, I will go because shit, I'll just go see my family while I'm there. It's like yeah. perfect, you know. I will be there with drunk cyclist stickers and lots of beer and uh, just be irresponsible in the mud. So Hartford, 20, Hartford. 2017? 2017, yeah. Hartford twenty seventeen. Hartford twenty seventeen. 
And we'll, we'll make sure that it uh, corresponds with the resurgence of the Hartford Whalers. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. Have faith, people. We can make it happen. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, you know, I was at Nationals in Boulder, and it was cool because the weather was pretty gnarly over the course of a few days. But again, it's like, okay, we've done Boulder. It's sunny. Yeah. Whatever. And I was in Austin in August, which is a terrible time to be in Austin. Austin's a rad town, but it's, again, it's that same thing. It's really trendy. It's really expensive. Let's do something different. Yeah. You know, let's do something off the, off the, the radar. And I think that's what Louisville was a few years ago. Yeah, for was, Worlds. Yeah, it was, it was sort of off the radar. Nobody thought Louisville for, you know, cross or whatever. That's, that's the way they should be thinking. Let's bring it to places that really want it and really need it. But by the way, are by massive metropolitan areas right. with large population. Yes, and a lot of strip clubs. Yes. Um, anyway, so that's that. I think, uh, I think, Hartford would be the obvious choice, which means that they're probably not going to fucking do it because they're USA Cycling. <laughs> It'll be in Bend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, Bend. Great. Awesome. Um, I'm out of beer. That's I'm out of beer, but I also have to pee. All right. Well, you, should we pause the podcast? Have we ever done that before? Can we? Yeah, let's pause it. Okay. Do All we right. have more to talk about? I don't know. Well, we're going to – if you think of something in the bathroom while you're peeing, we can come back and talk about done. it. Done. Or if a baby comes. Right. Yeah. That'll be the All end. right. We're going to take a break. Everybody go pee. Go. successful yes i uh, bladder evacuated all right thank you and i, I know you were concerned i know you got another beer <laughs> i got another beer oh, the joys of, the joys of recording the podcast at <laughs> your home everybody is sated and happy so um i got one last thing i want to talk about a few um this is going back a few weeks you were probably off in, in the middle of fucking nebraska something nebraska new london new whatever whatever end state you north were north dakota in. north dakota yeah, yeah. um but uh, something landed on the Drunk Cyclist Facebook page about the – I forget who, who did the article, but it was like the four people you should know in the cycling industry. And it was like, you know, all these – Oh, yeah. You know, it was industry fuckers, you know, and Zap, I think, was on there. Which, I think it would – really, the only thing that those people should be brought together for is like a game of Ookie Cookie. <laughs> well, oh, God. You said that right as I took, I was swallowing a swig of beer. That's really all I could see being useful from them being together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like beating off onto an Eggo waffle. It, oh, oh, God. Please stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's flash straight flash. shooter. Flash, you are shooting straight. Shooting straight. Right onto a waffle. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, people got all bent out of shape about it. And uh, Sarai, who was on our podcast not too long ago, got like last year now. Jeez, that was a long time ago. No, I think it was this year. Was it this year? Yeah. Anyway, Sarai Snyder of Cyclofem, she made a good. I, I didn't even think of it. I was like, yeah, this list is kind of lame, but she made a good point. There was no, there was no women on the list at all. Um, there's some rad women doing rad things in cycling right now. So if you had to make a list of the people you should know in the cycling industry, male or female, who would they be? Top four. Top four. If you can, if you can even name four. Yeah, I'm not an industry yeah, cause, person. Because here's the, the thing: all right, so nobody here, gives a fuck, right? Here's, like, <laughs> here's the list I'm going to come up. You're, so here, here's the non-industry people you should, um, you should know and just want to like, just get rowdy with. Okay. Um. Uh, who is it? George. George from Bike 29, he now works for Niner. He's yeah. one of the coolest guys out there. Oh, can yeah, fix okay. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George is fucking rad. He, yeah, he came into the bachelor yeah, yeah, party. Yeah. Um, so George. I'm going to put him on the list. All right. I like George. Um, we saw titties together at the strip club. Yes. It's like breaking bread. <laughs> um, <laughs> so George, from from he's with Niner right now? He's with Niner right now. Okay. Um, not – for what I – I mean, it seems like he might be awkward to hang out with, but I also – he also comes across as like the MacGyver of the cycling industry. Okay. And kind of like quietly introverted, will just say what he wants to say. Bontrager. Yeah, okay. All right. I can see that. Um, that's two. That's a, that's a, that's a good choice. That's throwing it back old school. Yeah. I mean, he just is the classic, like, he seems like a guy who could get an engineering degree in two and a half years just because he knows that much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you like, 
kind of like you imagined him like walking in the shadows with a kind of like hump and a. <laughs> you just it's like what that guy raced mountain bikes. What is he even doing these days? Is he, he just I think he just like designs awesome things. Yeah, just hanging so Bontrager, George from Niner. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I gotta say when push came to shove. When me, Dirty, and Cave went to, we were up at Leadville 2011. Rebecca Rush, mm. that girl can fucking get down party wise right. when needed. And she also is one of the coolest human beings you could ever imagine. Yeah. So, and I think she would actually make my list for <laughs> my, my unconventional list, and my conventional list. Yeah. Um, so I'm double dipping with her. And, um, number four is elusive. I think my number four would probably be someone who doesn't drink heavily with a lot of money because you would need bail or a DD. <laughs> you, so, need, you need your, your ace in the hole here. Yeah, uh, exactly. So I'm going to – someone, whoever like um, – Sober cyclist or something. Yeah, sober <laughs> cyclist who like holds a patent on, yeah. on Velcro or something. <laughs> Safety guy. So those are my unconventional – I think for my like four people doing really awesome things in the bike industry – um, I would probably, I, like I said, Rebecca Rush, I think she's just an, an awesome ambassador out there for, um, for promoting not just cycling, but women in cycling. Mm-hmm. Um, see, that's, that's the problem I'm having is I, I got to thinking about that and it's like, there's just not anybody I'm so blown away by right now. That's yeah. Know, and doing... I think, I mean, a lot of the names you wind up knowing and can think of really quickly are associated with racing. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of the people who race, they kind of don't, the racers. They just go fast. Yeah. Please, please take no offenses. You do dick outside of racing. <laughs> you yeah. just like, you, you garden right. and, you know, like raise bees to make honey. Right. And tweet. Right. And that, see, like, and that's, that. that's my point is like, I think Adam Craig's pretty rad, but like, okay, he rides bikes fast and he does, he's pretty funny. That's not changing the industry at all. That's not, yeah. I mean, anything. I think, you know, I think, uh, you know, my buddy Jerry guy is rad too, but right. I'm not trusting him to, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a security guard at a fucking hospital. Right. He's a great guy, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's just racing bikes. So I think, I mean, I, you know, I mentioned Sarai. I'd say she's doing a lot of good work. Um, I'd say, you know, Carlo from Niners is pretty rad. But, you know, you start to name women in the cycling industry and you're like, oh, they're rad because they're a woman in the cycling industry. And that's that's great, but like... I like Sarai because she's doing other things. She's like, we're going to take this to the next level. I'm not just yeah. going to be a woman in the cycling industry. I'm going to do something to, you know, make it a, a, an issue where women can be a part of the industry. And she's actually a voice to get that out there. So I think that's pretty cool. Dirty biker. Fuck yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I. He, he, he's doing things that nobody else is doing. And he's, uh, he's an adventurer. And I think that's great for the sport because I think he's. He's got that uh, "fuck it, let's do it" kind of attitude. Yeah, it's it's weird. I'm gonna. It's almost like I don't. The, it's like that taste from the the wine at Catholic Mass. Where it's just like you know it's tainted, but <laughs> right, you like right. it. Like I hate to use this word about him because, but it's like in some ways, felching. felching he's an yeah. inspiration. <laughs> That's is. the thing is, he's an inspiration. He you is. see where it's that like fucker. He's an inspiration. He's one of that. Yeah, it's like he's one of those guys where you could say like. Uh, okay, we're going to go steal a herd of yaks and we're going to ride them aga- across the Mongolian plateau. Right. And, um, while we're at it, we're going to break people out of prison. It's like done. Damn. Was, what, how yeah. do we, you know, like yeah. when do we start? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. I wish, I wish I had that just yeah. like mental fortitude to right. go. Well, and he, and, and the, the great thing about it is if you ask him and I, and I won't tell his story for him, but if you ask him the reason why he lives that way, it's a pretty fucking cool story. Like he made a decision to be that way. And I think that's pretty rad. And you, you could probably go back in the drunk cyclist archives and read the story. Or you can just ask dirty, but you know, that guy made a conscious decision to be like, okay, I'm going to do rad shit in most of my life because why fuck, why waste? Why that? not? Yeah, exactly. And that's ballsy. But I, you know, I got to thinking about it. I was like, man, okay. So what would be my list? You know, I thought of dirty because he's, you know, he's an inspiration. Like you said, um, I do feel weird saying that word. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, and I thought Sarai because I think she's really making an effort to do something cool and and include a whole new group. But then I was like, I was kind of lost. I was like, all right, so 
you know, that list had Zap on it. He's cool, but, but he's been around forever and he's been writing about the, about the same shit. Who's doing, who's doing something about, you know, all these cyclists getting hit? Who's doing something about more bike lanes? Who's doing something about, you know, growing this world? And I couldn't really think of anybody that I could honestly say that guy's fucking killing it in the industry. So yeah. if I'm missing it, if you guys have, uh, an answer to this question, Email me, D2 at Drunk Cyclist. Yeah. I want to hear what you guys think because I was unimpressed with that list. Yeah, we're going to – fuck it. We're making our own list. Yeah. Send us emails with nominations. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And why? Seriously. And, and I'll write up a blog post about it on Drunk Cyclist. In, because yeah, and it'll we, be sponsored by Mountain Bike Radio. And specialized, of course, because they love of us. Of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to know what you guys think. Who who are you impressed with in this industry? What, what are they doing that's impressive and that's cool? Hang on. I don't want to say who are you impressed with in this industry because when you do that, you imply someone who Sales. pulls a paycheck yeah. from the cycling industry. For this industry. Who are you impressed with who is a cycling-centric individual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, Because, not- I mean, frankly, I don't really – I don't think Sarai pulls a fucking paycheck from so. the cycling industry, but she does – so much more for the cycling industry than a fucking rep from Trek does. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so let, yeah, to be clear, not somebody who's just getting paid to do their job. That's great. I mean, don't, don't let me put you down for doing your job, but somebody who's kind of going above and beyond for the world of cycling, you know, and, and bikes, somebody who's just really killing it that that's making the world, the cycling world better. Uh, or worse, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Let's open it up. Fuck that. I mean, and to some degree, like I'll throw out a nomination right there and it's, uh, if the guy paid me, I'd be ass kissing, but I get nothing. I think what Ben does for Mountain Bike Radio. Oh fuck yeah! Well, I yeah. mean, that, that it's a forum where real. I mean, for the most part, as far as I know, if you want to listen to something audio related to cycling, you can, Mountain Bike it. Radio is the the main place right. to go, and it's it's such a diverse area, and right. and everyone, from what I can tell, who records podcasts, it's yeah. it's very open, and they they want feedback from the listeners. So yeah, I mean. Fuck right now! I'll throw that on my industry people. Yeah. I want, I want to hang out with Rebecca, and I want to hang out with Ben. And did I mention anyone else? I can't remember. It was uh, like four minutes ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. What, what about uh, what about the guys from Dirtwire TV? Man, that's kind of cool. Tom, actually, I I must say the the great Tom Parsons is probably one of the most hardworking people that you could ever fucking imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I think I would have to. Yeah, for right now, fuck it, Tom. Yeah. Tom Parsons. Yeah. That guy works fucking harder to bring content, yeah, yeah. cycling content, video cycling content to the yeah. masses. You know who else I, I just thought of? Somebody I would put on that list is uh, you remember that guy Ernest Gagnon, the guy the he's a big big guy yeah. who's mm-hmm. basically just cycling off the pounds. Another guy that's just like a total fucking inspiration and deals with some some shit like people just are shitty to him. And he just keeps on. I think that's pretty rad. So I would, I would put him on the list too. Okay, so right now we're going with Dirty, Tom Parsons, <laughs> Rebecca Rush, and Ernest. And Ernest. That's my four, I'll say. Okay. Or our collective four. Our I collective guess. four? All right, so what's your four? I, I want to hear from you guys. D2 at drunkslifeless.com. Tell me who your four are. Because you know what? These lists are just self-serving for the industry. They're just like, oh, it's a stroke fest. It's like, oh, look at these four people who well, are making it, more money than you. Yeah, you know? it seems – it's like let's go down my list of pen pals. Yeah, exactly. Or let's go, let's go through the, um, the my yeah. outlook contact list right. and, uh, yeah. and whittle it down to eight. Here's who I was having dinner with last yeah, night. Cause yeah, because they're like, oh, you I, – I think I remember that list and it's like, Guy from SRAM. Yeah. It's like, really, the guy the guy who figured out double tap shifting right. is who you need to know? Right. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's, let's make our own list. Yeah. We want the drunk cyclist Actually, list. And it doesn't have to be limited to four. You can send us as many as you think. Yeah. And you know who I'm going to toss on there? Stan. Stan. No yeah. tube Stan. Oh, no tube Stan. Okay. Why? I mean, that... Because you want free wheels. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> well, why not? But fuck it. I mean, tubeless tires. That was a fucking big deal. Revolution. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, when you think of a uh, he, when you picture like a a great cycling mind, he's not what comes to mind. And frankly, they're located in the East Coast. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty you, You're up in the Northeast. I like that. Yeah, they're I'm in biased. New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, we'll 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 put them as a nominee. But I want to hear from everybody else, uh, and we'll we'll talk about this in the next podcast. 
We'll uh, we'll run down the list. And when you send me the names, don't just send me names. Tell me, give me like a sentence where you're like, okay, why? here's why, or a link to what they do. Right. Or even better, if you can put me in touch with them so I can talk to them, that'd be even better. Um, so if you know them, say here's their email address. You should get a quote from them. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, send me an email. Let's let's talk about this because I think we need to we need to make a legit list. Yeah, and for the record, I probably would have put some people from Dirt Rag on there. But I haven't been all that impressed with the last few issues. Yeah, like old school do rag people. Like yes. Some of the Maurice was around. Karen Brooks, she was cool. I think. Well, uh, I mean, she's still with Bicycle Times, but oh, is she? Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, like Brad. Remember Brad uh, Quartuccio? Was that his name? Yeah, Brad and Jeff. Yeah, they were yeah. cool. They were good folks. They. I mean, if yeah, I'm sure if they had hung around <laughs> at Dirt Rag, they'd be editors or whatever right now. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you could easily say them. Yeah. They got. Quite the pulse. Uh, the yeah, and I'm going to add one last Tom from Belchgear who keeps sending me beer. I love that guy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we're at an hour here, so let's uh, let's wrap this shit up. Thank you guys for joining us for this uh, episode of the Drunk Cyclist Podcast. Mr. Forty Hands, what, do you, what are your final thoughts? Um, final thoughts because from what I've been listening on Mountain Bike Radio lately, Ben's been making this big push. Uh, go to iTunes. Download the, uh, the episodes. You can download the app to get all the episodes and give feedback. That is feedback just for Mountain Bike Radio. If you have feedback for this specific podcast, it'll go to D2 and I will never hear about it. And that's fine <laughs> with me. I don't care. Um, but if you have feedback about the app or about Mountain Bike Radio in general, get it to Ben. He really wants that. It'll be great. Right on. All right, kids, that's it. Uh, go Hartford 2017. Hartford 2017. All right, Brass Bonanza, we're out.